when you have a symptom, it's your body trying to communicate with you. I am not dialed in. I am not happy. I am not optimized. You know, pay attention to me, right? Girl, you've got questions. Questions about your body and how to feel good in it, about your hormones and how to keep them in check. Questions about your sex life and your whole health. Can you imagine having a best girlfriend who was also a triple board certified OBGYN? A girlfriend doctor you could call and ask or tell her anything. Someone who could show you how to live any stage of life before, during, or after menopause in a big, bold, and beautiful way. Well, friends, I'm your girlfriend doctor. I believe you were meant to flourish and shine, to embrace life and awaken to all its possibilities. Let's get there together. Welcome to our show. Well, have you ever suffered with hair loss? Have you ever struggled with your hormones? Have you ever wondered what was going on? Have you seen piles of hair at the bottom of your sink and said, oh my gosh, am I going bald? What's happening here? Have you suffered with breast cancer, autoimmune disease, and been treated with chemotherapy or radiation therapy and had significant hair loss as a result of it? Well, let me tell you, the hair is a reflection of what's going on on the inside. And there's so many things that can affect a healthy head of hair. And today's guest has lived her journey as I have. I mean, I had tremendous hair loss all the way back to the crown of my head, stress-induced hair loss. Let me tell you, it is a real problem. My journey here um, has been one to just share authentically and vulnerable, vulnerably with you, as well as the journey of my guest who shares with us some parts of her story that she just doesn't share with anyone. And so really thrilled to have Dr. Shalina Lodgley here on the Girlfriend Doctor Show, who's had her own journey. She's a board certified OBGYN like me, a functional medicine expert like me, and she's here to connect the dots between how hormones is really essential to balance, to have energy and healthy skin and hair. And she had her own journey with um, her personal medical journey and her personal traumatic journey that she is now here to share victoriously in so many ways her triumphs through these tribulations. And I want her, I want you to hear from her because she is amazing. She's a dear friend and she's the founder of Dr. Shell Wellness and Aesthetic Center in Houston, Texas. And she helps men and women um, in hormone balancing and sexual health and hair loss, certainly. And she's been doing this for over 20 years. So we're going to get into it. We're going to talk about some key reasons that you have struggle with hair loss specifically, but of course, that's just a symptom of many other things. And what are the reasons for that, right? It goes beyond thyroid. It goes beyond the use of Rogaine and we should not just live with it. If you've been living with hair loss, we're going to stop that now. And we're also going to talk about some key tests that you want to do, as well as supplements and products that will really help you. And speaking of which, oh my gosh, I know I've gotten questions about when is my hair mask formula coming out? <laughs> it should be coming out. I think we are taking a waiting list right now. So email my team at Dr. Anna 
kabeka.com. So email team at dranakabeka.com. And my hair mask is coming out. Non-hormonal hair mask to really help with menopausal hair loss or androgen. Um, androgenic hair loss, and it contains one of the key ingredients among its many nutritious ingredients, contains sea buckthorn oil, which I've studied for as an essential oil to really help with hormonal balance. And so it is been, it is just amazing. It really has been proven to help with hair rejuvenation and to protect and strengthen the hair as well as moisture it moisture your hair and moisture your scalp and we've seen it produce increasing collagen for the hair and have nice elasticity adding volume i'm really excited to be releasing this menopausal hair mask formula to you in the uh, very soon so i can't wait to get that to you so we do have a waiting list that's building with the first batch that's coming out it's been through trials and we're just getting some amazing results so i can't wait for you guys to do that. Well, let's get on to my guest, Dr. Shalini Lajli, who's just amazing and has her just incredible story to share with you. And I um, can't wait to hear what you think about it. Here we go. Well, welcome, Shell. I'm glad to have you back on the Girlfriend Doctor show. It is beautiful to see you again and connect with you. Thanks for being here. It's so good to be here, Anna. It's really nice to see you as well. Thank you so much for having me. You are welcome. Well, this episode on all things hormones and hair that we'll be talking about today, I mean, you just you've tied into this in your own life, in your own product line, in your own story. And I want you to share a little bit with our audience about, about this, about your journey and how you've come to be so passionate about balancing your hormones and also having lustrous, beautiful you know, hair and why yeah. that is important, why it's a sign of health. Absolutely. Yes. What a great question to start with. You know, and it was my journey started when I was in my um, early to mid thirties. You know, I had, um, so I have two kids, you know, them, Zoe and Zaid. And uh, when Zaid was born, that's my younger one, he, you know, he's 17 now. When he was born right after postpartum, I just simply lost chunks of hair. Like I'm talking about all of this was just gone. And I had so many hormonal symptoms. And I always say to my patients, you know, a symptom is your body trying to give you a message. A symptom for us is our body's communicating with us. And so, you know, when we have a symptom of say congestion, you know, our body's telling us something's awry and you need to take something, whether it's steam or, you know, essential oils to open things up. When you have symptoms such as depression and weight gain and mood swings and hair loss and low libido, and when you can't have focus and brain fog, your body is essentially telling you, and most often what it's telling you is that your hormones are completely imbalanced. And you and I know this, you know, postpartum, a lot of women go through this. Um, but what we women need to know is that we doctors and all the doctors out there are going to get to the root cause of what's going on. In my situation, you know, I was a board certified OB-GYN then and I am now and I, you know, knew a lot about hormones, right? So I still went to my OB-GYN and I thought, you know what, I'm not going to treat myself. I'm going to go to my OB-GYN and present all these symptoms and then we'll get some hormone testing done and see what's going on. 
And at that time, Anna, I was practicing traditional OBGYN, right? So even I was thinking traditionally, right? But I knew, I knew that I was very connected to my body. So I said to my OBGYN, I said, Lori, something's really wrong. I have, you know, all the symptoms that I mentioned, I'm just exhausted and I'm just losing all this hair. And, you know, can we just get my thyroid and my hormones and my cortisol all tested? And she said, honey, you know, you and I have been friends for a long time. You know, this is postpartum and you just, you know, need to kind of get through this time. And here's a couple of prescriptions that I can give you. And I think you and your audience both can guess what those prescriptions were, right? So I'm walking away with a prescription of an antidepressant and a sleeping pill. And I thought to myself, oh my gosh, these, I do not have a deficiency in in antidepressants, you know, and I am not not sleeping because I need a sleeping pill. There is something else going on. That actually, Anna, is when my journey into functional medicine began, because I knew as an OB-GYN, if I am feeling this desperate, and I'm going to my doctor and not getting the answers I want, millions of other women are going through it as well. So that's kind of where my journey of, you know, how am I going to get to the root cause of this imbalancing of hormones, which are then giving me all of these symptoms? How am I going to get to the root cause of that? And how am I going to correct it? And it was very much out of self-desperation almost because I had to do something. My hair loss was so bad, Anna, I did not want to leave the house. I really truly didn't. I mean, you know, why would you want to leave the house when you're thinning hair and you've like bald spots here? So I almost thought I was going to get alopecia. And, uh, and so I really started digging into it, researching. I went to, you know, um, Institute of Functional Medicine conferences and I trained myself and I read the books, went to the conferences, did my research. And that's kind of what brought me into this intense interest in doing the same process for thousands and thousands of women out there who just are suffering in silence. Um, so yeah, that's how my journey started. Yeah. yeah and they, you know, for me too, a similar story, you know, after um, my daughter Ava Marie was born, I pulled back my hair and I had hair loss all the way basically to the you know, almost to the crown, like you could pull back my hair and there was no hair here. You see all this hair. Oh if For those of you who are watching on our YouTube channel, you can see our video and you can see Dr. Chell's gorgeous hair and you can see my long hair. And, you know, from experience, OBGYN board certified, you know, I was stressed, depressed, my hormones were a mess, right? And I pulled back my hair and there was all that hair loss. And it it was traumatizing. And I've had patients come in as as you have in a Ziploc bag. This is what I'm seeing at the bottom of the drain. This is what's in in my sink or my hairbrush is full and, you know, what's going on and it is traumatic. And so one of the, you know, we learn through our own journey, okay, it goes beyond thyroid health, right? We're not depressed. I mean, what's going on? It's not, yeah. Rogaine's not going to fix it. Right? <laughs> exactly. Not going to fix it. Antidepressant is not going to fix it. Yeah. And yeah. So we That's go not what yeah. Not what caused it. We have to get to the underlying, underlying root cause. And so it goes beyond this. 
And I, I think that's what it's so beautiful. And I love your journey. And I would like you to share. I know um, if you know, you're uncomfortable sharing this, please let me know. But also when I last interviewed you, you had yeah. just come through chemotherapy and you right. lost all your hair. And I can just see how gorgeous and healthy it is now Thank and you. how Thank radiant you. you look. I mean, you have been through something and many women who are in my audience have had breast cancer have had cancer, have had autoimmune disease, have had chemotherapy, radiation therapy. And so there yeah. are additional modalities we can do to address the underlying issues that, that if, we, if we are able to see a symptom even as hair loss mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and address it early, then we're preventing other diseases down the line as well. And that's really what I, I know I'm so passionate. We are so passionate yeah, about as, sure. as sister sure. gynecologists here, right? We are so passionate about that empowerment. So Absolutely. I want you to share a little bit like how that, you know, personally, how that was for you and your journey. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So, you know, for those of you who are watching on the YouTube channel, my hair looked, you know, like Anna's hair, long, luscious and uh, really full. And October 2019, I got my diagnosis of breast cancer. Um, now that came two years after my husband's diagnosis of amyotrophic lateral sclerosis, also known as Lou Gehrig's disease, in um, 2017. So the reason I, I talk about that is because imagine the stress that initiated in 2017, and we'll come back to this, what huge of a role stress plays in hair loss, as well as hormonal imbalance, um, you know, and all the symptoms that we talk about all the time with our patients, like the fatigue and the weight gain and the immune um, dysfunction and the hormonal imbalances and all of that, right? And we'll come back to that. But when I got my diagnosis of cancer, Anna, I remember thinking to myself the, the very day, it's October 9th, 2019. And I remember thinking, I am not surprised. Now that's a really odd thought for somebody who just got diagnosed with breast cancer. The reason I wasn't surprised is because I had completely um, ignored my health, um, completely ignored my health and just not focused on it at all thinking that I was being selfless and I was, you know, just doing the right thing. The and martyr, I right? I mean, you're, yeah, the, we all have that natural to be the martyr, yeah. right? To yeah. sacrifice, you know, make sure the kids are good. Make sure your husband's take care of, take care of our business, take care of our yeah. employees. And because we're in a caregiving position, right? We are caregivers as OBGYNs, as, as your personality. And I know as mine as well, like we will, you know, sacrifice. We do. And it's, and you know, we've written books on this, right? I've written books on it and I've, I've talked, I've written blogs on it and I've spoken about it. And you know, you and I tell our patients self-care is self-preservation. And for those two years, I forgot that because my husband had a fatal illness and I had to save his life. And with God's grace, he's still with us and Mayo Clinic had given him six months. So I think we did something right. And oh, all of that that's is amazing. Yeah. I just pause and appreciate that and appreciate your love. Yeah. And I've been to your home just within the year and just yeah. to feel the love in your home and you know with your kids and your family. I mean that is is true love and just really sending so many blessings and what an accomplishment and more to Thank come, you. more of this miraculous journey to come. Oh, yes. 
yes, absolutely, absolutely. And I, you know, really, really um, like talking about that also because I think it gives people hope and it gives people the sense of anything is possible and anything truly is possible, right? And uh, so that was, that was kind of where my cancer journey started is after two years of completely, you know, not focusing on my health and not taking my supplements and not eating right and not exercising and not meditating and not sleeping. And, you know, we'll come back to all of those being root causes. And so when my cancer happened, I thought to myself, well, gosh, you know, this is a wake up call. This is God telling me you need to pause because if I had not given you this diagnosis shell, you would have kept on trucking along at a, you know, 200 miles an hour. And so in a way, I really look at my cancer diagnosis as a blessing, a blessing, a permission, a pause button. All of those things are what my cancer journey brought me. Now, of course, cancer journeys are extremely difficult for all your audience that's listening. We all know, you know, cancer is so difficult on the body. So I had to go through surgery. Then I went through chemotherapy. Then I went through radiation. And even that decision-making process, Anna, I would say was one of the toughest I've ever made because you and I know we are functional medicine docs, right? We are root cause. We are, let's go natural. Let's try to get our bodies to heal themselves. And I, um, I went through this process in my head thinking, what is the right thing for me? What is the right thing for me to do knowing that if something happens to me, my husband will not make it without a doubt. My children will not have any other parents. And I just didn't have a choice to, you know, willy wally with anything or, you know, try to take any chances. So I said to myself, I'm going to do the best of both worlds. I'm going to do the best of what traditional medicine has to offer. And I will do the best of what functional and integrative oncology has to offer. So I was, you know, doing both. And I mean, it included so many different things ranging from, you know, my infrared saunas and hyperbaric and, you know, nutritional supplements and the right food intake. And, you know, I could go on and on. And that's kind of what I do for my cancer patients is you've got to do a very holistic, comprehensive approach. But all that to say is I chose to do chemo knowing well that I would probably lose my hair. And I did try, and I want to mention this because we're talking about hair. I did the cold uh, helmet thing. I don't know if you're, you've ever heard of it. It's like when you freeze your head, right? Literally, because you're trying to retain the hair. So 20% of the time, you may not lose your hair with chemotherapy if you do these, uh, the, the freezing of the, mm-hmm. the cold the therapy, cold cap, I believe it's called. And I'll tell you, it was the worst part of chemotherapy because you're sitting there with a frozen head for literally like four to six hours. And um, I did it twice. And after that, I was like, you know what? I'm still losing 40% of my hair and it's just like all over the place. And I'm like, I got to take this beautiful razor and I'm going to own this, right? I just owned it, Anna. I just took it. It was like a whole, we made this big uh, event out of it, right? Where my kids were there. Everybody took turns shaving my head and my mother, my kids. We played music, you know, we just like made it fun. And, you know, you can see a lot of these pictures. Um, I post them. I'm very open about it because I had a 
really beautiful bald head. <laughs> you know, it was you round. Absolutely. At least it was round, right? It wasn't like this <laughs> very weird bald head, but I enjoyed it, right? I mean, I enjoyed it and I just owned it and I just embraced it. And then of course, you know, when all that was done, then I was like, okay, if we're going to get this hair back, I want to make sure I get really healthy hair back. So what do I need to do about this, right? What do I need to do? So that's kind of another part of the cancer journey that you were asking me about. I think it's, uh, it was fun, actually. It was fun to just kind of be in these different phases. If you, you know, look at the different videos that I've done and, um, you know, with patient videos or blogs or podcasts or whatever, I'm in many different stages of my cancer journey. Hairy growth. Yeah. And it just brings you back to what were you going through at the different stages, right? And so, um, yeah, I'm just embracing it. Anna. Well, and I love your, you know, mindset, right? Because it's a thriving mindset over surviving mindset, right? It's survive, it's thriving. It's like, you know, I claim ultimate health. I mean, that's what I see you doing and saying. It's like, you know, I, like, I claim ultimate health. I claim my beauty. I claim my healthy hair as a reflection of my internal wellness and my victory over this disease, over these circumstances, over these challenges. It's a victorious yeah. statement in this part of this journey. And being so authentic, I mean, one of the many things I love about you showing up for others and your vulnerability, it's, it's really healing. So I just want to shout that out because I want oh, our audience to hear this. Thank I mean, you. When we are physicians, right? We're, you know, we are like the, we, we know the studies, we know the, the book work, right? We, we've had clients and we are the authority on helping and we experience our trauma ourselves, and it's, it's really real and we need to you know share that and that's how i feel like you know sharing these vulnerabilities sharing authentically with our audience and that's what the girlfriend doctor show is about so that we we yeah. are doing this and through healing so i do want to go into the steps that that sure. helped you heal and then we're going to come back and talk about some testing that will do just to rule out other stuff. Cause let me tell you guys, it goes beyond the thyroid and that's often oh, thyroid and Rogaine. Let me tell you, we're just, gonna, <laughs> let's, let's just talk way beyond, way beyond. Okay. Yes. Yes. So, you know, we can start with the thyroid, of course, because a lot of people associate the thyroid with hair loss. And I think a lot of your listeners probably know that when your thyroid is imbalanced, um, one of the big symptoms that you might get in addition to weight gain and constipation and fatigue and so on and so forth is hair loss. So um, just to kind of give an overview, you know, thyroid conditions occur, of course, when the thyroid gland either doesn't produce enough or produces too much of certain hormones, i.e. T3, T4. And so when we talk about hypothyroidism or underactive thyroid, we know that that can cause many symptoms, right? Some of which that I just mentioned. But both conditions, whether it's hypo or hyper, can cause dry, brittle hair or thinning hair on your scalp. Um, and so it's really important to look and see what is going on with the thyroid. Um, and so when we really dive in and see what is the connection between the thyroid and your hair, well, what happens is hair starts growing at the root and the bottom of your hair follicle, right, on your scalp. And the scalp's blood vessels feed the root, creating more cells and making your hair grow. And then hair pushes up and 
out through your skin. It passes through oil glands that keep it soft and shiny. And then hair grows for a while, but then it falls out as each new regrowth cycle begins. Um, so when the hormone production is disrupted, specifically of hormones T3 and T4, then it affects all those processes that are happening in the hair growth cycle. So hair may fall out, which it always does. You know, we lose about 60 strands of hair on a daily basis, and that's normal. We are all supposed to lose some hair because, of course, we know that there are three stages, right, of of hair that it goes through. It goes through the growth stage, um, and then it goes through the loss stage, and then it grows through the maintenance stage. So all of these stages, each of them are very, very important. And so when you don't have the right hormonal balance with your thyroid, you can actually disrupt these phases, and you don't grow the hair as you should, and you'll have many more in the hair loss or the telogen stage, which is when you lose the hair, right? You want it to be in the anagen phase. Um, the other thing that can happen, Anna, is uh, of course, you know, alopecia, right? Is an autoimmune condition, which is often seen with thyroid conditions. It causes patches of hair loss in more discrete areas. I mean, some of my patients, they'll lift it up and they'll have a patch here or they'll have a patch here. And thank goodness they can cover it up, but oh my gosh, it bother, bothers them so very much. And then certain drugs that are used to treat some thyroid conditions, like propyl um, thyroid can also lead to hair loss. So these are things that are really important to sort of understand. Um, and so the good news is that hair loss that are caused by thyroid conditions is typically temporary because you and I know we have ways to fix that from the root cause. And when you and I, you know, do that, when we treat the cause, we actually want to look and see what caused you to have thyroid dysfunction to begin with. And I, you know, really try to um, counsel my patients on just because you have a thyroid condition, just because you're hypothyroid today, does it mean that you're going to need thyroid hormones for the rest of your life? Right. Because, absolutely. right? Because we need to see why did your thyroid gland stop working optimally to begin with, right? So some of the things could be, it could be your iron deficiency. We know ferritin is really, really important and low ferritin actually contributes to patent, patterned hair, hair loss, right? So you can essentially look at your iron levels and your ferritin levels and really have your doctor research that. You can also look at nutritional deficiencies. So if we're talking about specifically hair um, loss, thyroid, the nutrients that are really important are your zinc, your selenium, your um, biotin, your other um, B-complex vitamins, your iron, like I mentioned, copper, CoQ10 is really important, vitamin C, E, and A, you know, your antioxidants are really important. So those are really important things to look at. Could it have been that your diet was completely inflammatory, right? When you have an inflammatory diet, sure, the inflammation will start in the gut, but it's going to go everywhere in your body, including every one of your glands, your thyroid gland, and we'll get to this later, your adrenal gland. So that inflammation, so if you're eating a lot of processed foods, red meats, fried foods, sugars, gluten, 
gluten is something that, you know, we hear so much about this, right? And a lot of people are like, oh, I know I shouldn't eat gluten because it's inflammatory, but I don't think I'm sensitive or I don't think I'm allergic, what have you. Gluten, specifically if you have Hashimoto's, which is autoimmune thyroiditis, we know that almost 99% of those patients are gluten sensitive and your antibodies will most likely climb if, and your autoimmune you know, dysfunction will get worse if you expose yourself to inflammatory foods, specifically gluten. Yeah, absolutely. And I think with that too, it's just that, you know, if anyone has Hashimoto's, they're completely off gluten and we get food sensitivity absolutely. tests, right? We want yeah. to reduce those antibodies, those thyroid antibodies that are associated with Hashimoto's autoimmune, autoimmune thyroiditis. And so that, that patchiness that's coming there, getting to the root cause, I mean, cell to cell, by the time we see it physically, by the time we see abnormal labs, it's been going on at a microscopic level for a long time. And so yeah. that is where you have to stop. There's no compromise here. It's not, oh, sometimes. It's like, yeah. let's reverse yeah. the condition and let's just focus on that. We, we lose nothing by stopping gluten. We will never be malnourished from stopping yeah. gluten or grains in general. So we can take that apps and just emphasize that. And certainly for hair and grains yeah. in general, especially as we get older, increase, you know, our blood sugar and cause, you know, weight gain and, you know, cause hormone imbalance, cause insulin resistance or diabetes. So there are many reasons to cut out the grains and, you know, like my audience, if you haven't read Keto Green 16, you've got to read Keto Green 16 because it will help you break up with sugar and break away from the grains and inflammatory foods to really balance your hormones. So I really recommend everyone, you know, tapping into that so that, so that we can we can fix some of these dietary issues that are causing so much of the inflammation. This episode of the show is sponsored by the Keto Green Shake Mix. The Keto Green Shake Mix is an all-in-one meal replacement shake that will help you with weight loss, give you more energy, help reduce hot flashes, and reduce your struggles with other hormone-related issues. It tastes great and will help you feel full longer. It is plant-based protein with zero grams of sugar and all the vitamins and minerals you need. Find Keto Green Shake Mix at dranna.com and use the code SHOW10 to get 10% off your first order. So, you know, if you're, if you're um, eating an inflammatory diet, you actually need to cut out all the inflammatory foods and in its place add very anti-inflammatory foods. You know, it's your turmeric and your ginger and your green tea. And, you know, I make a little powder with, you know, cinnamon and, and ginger and turmeric every single morning, put it in my hot water and that's what I drink. And you just have to load yourself up with antioxidants, which is really, really important. You know, so kind of summarizing with the thyroid, when you have excessive daily hair shedding, we actually have a name for it. It's called telogen effluvium. It's not necessarily reliant on having a genetic predisposition. It occurs as the result of an internal imbalance or an internal upset, such as nutritional deficiencies, severe stress, even if it's crash dieting, when you lose weight really quickly, um, or even an illness, right? An autoimmune illness or otherwise. Um, so when you look at estrogen and progesterone levels, right? And women, when they start falling, meaning that the effects of the androgens, male hormones are increased because everything's a balance, right? 
hair loss might become even more pronounced. Hair might become even thinner because hair follicles actually shrink when that happens because the imbalance of estrogen, progesterone, and testosterone makes your hair follicles shrink. And also when you have hair that grows, it grows more slowly and falls out more easily in these cases. Because if you look at the hormonal process of testosterone, it converts to something called DHT, dihydrotestosterone, which then harms the hair follicle. And it happens in both men and women, by the way, which is what we call the male pattern baldness, right? It's because these men have a lot of DHT in their body. And that's why a lot of people will use um, products with saw palmetto to kind of stop that conversion and, uh, and get your hair to be in more of the antigen or the growth phase rather than, um, you know, in the uh, telogen phase. Yeah. So I want to emphasize that because for me, that was that male pattern balding. My yes. thyroid was perfect. Hormones were dialed in, right? But the stress, cortisol, creating that conversion from testosterone to dihydrotestosterone by affecting the enzyme 5-alpha reductase. And yes. that was like such a huge aha moment. So then I knew, right, I need to block the 5-alpha reductase. And so yes. another way to do that is with zinc, you know, just increasing our zinc, 30, 40, 50, 60 milligrams a day, and decreasing cortisol, supporting our adrenal glands, and, you know, boosting, boosting adrenal health from that, from that perspective. But stress, as a stress-induced, and, and again, as much as Rogaine you want to put on your head, it's <laughs> not going to yeah. affect, it's not going to change yeah. that chemical reaction because Correct. your body's pumping yeah. out cortisol. Perceived yeah. daily stress, post-traumatic stress, and that is, and it's also a big sign. And I think that's important for people to say when your body's, you know, if you're starting to get hair loss, what's going on in your life? You know, how's your diet? How's your stress level? How's right. your, you know, how are you, how are you doing? I like self-preservation, right? Self-care is yeah. self-preservation. Yeah. How's your self-preservation? So great to emphasize that in women and men, yeah. you know, it's critical to balance that. Critical. Absolutely. I 100% agree. I think, you know, it's really all about really taking a close look. And like I said at the beginning, when you have a symptom, it's your body trying to communicate with you. I am not dialed in. I am not happy. I am not optimized. You know, pay attention to me, right? And maybe it's just as simple as you need to change your diet, you know, or you need to take some of the right supplements. You need to get a little extra protein if you're eating a bunch of just unhealthy carbs all the time, you need to balance with healthy fats. You need to take the right supplements. You need to promote self-care in you. Um, you know, one of the things that, you know, kind of brings me back to my Indian origin is oil massages, right? <laughs> and to me, that accomplishes several things, right? So hair oil, if you get the, you know, really awesome oil, you could get amla oil or ashwagandha oil, coconut oil, castor oil is amazing for hair. So I kind of mix up all these oils and I definitely do that at least twice a week. And it's super nice because in the Indian tradition, we actually put oil in our hair all the time. And you see this Indian hair, which is so luscious and, you know, thick and all of that. It's because Hair oil makes the hair stronger from the roots, and it's really great for anyone who struggles with hair loss and breakage because it strengthens and protects hair follicles and strands, but it also conditions the scalp skin so that it can cultivate healthy hair growth. And then of course it's self-care because who can't fall asleep when someone's massaging your hair, right? So 
really, you know, just getting smart about these things and also getting smart about styling. Don't keep pulling your hair, right? Just be gentle with your hair and wash it with natural products. You know, that's the other thing that I would say. Use natural products to wash your hair and do like a vinegar rinse once a week to get rid of all the toxins from your scalp because you need to clear up all of the um, follicles, if you will. I know you have you have a great shampoo and conditioner and vinegar rinse, and we'll give a link to your products at the end in our show notes for sure. But like if we're at home and we're like, oh my gosh, I got to get ready with this vinegar right now. Can you use white vinegar, apple cider vinegar? What kind of vinegar? So um, apple cider is better, you know, um, so, but you could use really um, either one. If you have something right there, you can just put it in. You can actually even use it as a conditioner after you shower. So the, the vinegar rinse is just great. It's sort of a combination um, vinegar and it doesn't, doesn't smell really potent and it really does the job. It really is great. I think that's great. I haven't done the vinegar rinse, but I grew up with, you know, in my Middle Eastern background, my mom, we would do we would do an egg olive oil blend yeah, right. together and that's that was a hair mask you know and, and i've been playing with my own hair mask and combining amino acids and oh i love it good protein and plus sea buckthorn oil for the menopausal hair loss so nice. being able to put that you know to put that in to really help condition the scalp balance the hormones decrease inflammation i think that's brilliant but you know, it, it is the little, the little things that like those little steps, you know, eliminating the toxins from our shampoos. And it's never too soon to do that. A clean shampoo and conditioner, you know, that, that feels good. I mean, that's the other thing. It's got to feel good. Right, How many of us have tried some shampoos and conditioner and you're like, oh no. <laughs> no, it doesn't feel good. <laughs> and you know, you really need the right nutrients, Anna, to promote you know, the right kind of hair regrowth. So, I mean, you know, you need, like you said, zinc is very, very essential. Um, biotin is great. Biotin is very essential, but in high doses, you don't want to just do 200 micrograms. You need about six to 8,000 micrograms, right? And zinc at high doses, like you said, I mean, some of the other things that I think are really important are, there's a great product um, that I put in my ultra HNS called Sinatine. It's a soluble keratin. And we know how important keratin is. It's the protein that we need for hair loss. And so that's really, really important. And then to try to just get the right ingredients in, in your supplements are very important. Um, taurine is very important. Grapeseed extract, green tea leaf extract. And then there is an amazing pea shoot extract that has been um, approved and tested called Anagain NU that actually regrows hair. And it's been just life altering for um, our patients, you know, to be able to have this deeply rooted hair growth that they get. Uh, so it does make a difference, especially from the inside out. It's not just helping our hair, right? Yes. That's rebuilding yes. collagen, re-strengthening, yes. you know, yes. cellular so communication, and and that's important. So we talked about thyroid disease, how stress uh, affects hair loss. Is there any other piece to that that you want to? Yeah. Yeah, so I think it's important for, um, for the listeners to kind of understand how sex hormones, cortisol, which is your adrenal hormones and thyroid kind of, you know, interact and work together. Um, so what's important is we know that when we're stressed, we, cortisol is our stress hormone. So our adrenal gland pushes out all this cortisol. Now, when we are in adrenal fatigue or when we are in a sympathetic state, which is fight or flight, 
that imbalance is going to directly impact the thyroid by reducing the conversion of T4, which is the inactive form of thyroid, to T3, which is the active form of thyroid. What it's gonna do is instead of going to T3, that's what we need because we have receptor sites for that, it's gonna to go to reverse T3. And what's really important, and I'd love for your listeners to, the next time they go to their doctor and get their thyroid looked at, ask your doctor to make sure they check for the reverse T3, the free T3, free T4, TSH, and both of the antibodies, the antithyroglobulin antibody and thyroid peroxidase antibody. Um, and so those are really important because when you are in estrogen dominance, for example, so a lot of you and I know a lot of um, premenopausal, perimenopausal women, and sometimes even postmenopausal women are in estrogen dominance. And when you're in estrogen dominance, the same kind of thing is happening. You're not going to convert your T4 to the T3. And so you're going to have this deficiency. And even if Doctors out there will, you know, pump people in with Synthroid or Levothyroxine. It's not going to help because it's all T4. And so we have to really know that we need to get T3 in there so that we can get everything sort of balanced. So the estrogen progesterone has to be balanced. And in certain, you know, situations when you're peri and premenopausal, you, pro you don't need more estrogen, you need more progesterone. Similar to what you're coming up with, with the balance cream. I mean, progesterone is the magic hormone. It's the peaceful hormone. For, for sure. And I think that just, I want to show, like for those who are able to um, watch this and just showing a uh, image, a graph from my book, The Hormone Fix, that kind of will show this estrogen dominance window. I mean, really 35 to 55. I mean, that's where we see these fluctuations and it's a very um, vulnerable time period, a neuroendocrine vulnerability. It is a issue with our hormones, with our nervous system, and, you know, from top to bottom that we're affected by this estrogen dominance. And just showing, if you're listening here, I just want to share with you, like, progesterone dips from mid-30s. I mean, it really peaks in our 20s and really starts to decline in our mid to late 30s with decreasing ovarian function. And so what we see is this very rapid dip and all our hormones, all our sex hormones, all our sex hormones are derived from progesterone. So you can imagine with this dip, there's that all of a sudden this significant shift and our body's got to catch up with it. But we're not just having estrogen produced from our ovaries, we're also having the disruptors, the, end, the toxins, the hormone disruptors that mimic estrogen, like you know, plastic bottles, like um, the chemicals on a sales receipt, like, you know, the pesticides, herbicides, chlorine, and things that will disrupt our own natural thyroid function and hormonal balance, certainly our adrenals. So we shift into this, this time period that's really, really vulnerable. But the good news is that what Shell's telling you, what I tell you, it's this is how we switch this around so that we go through a natural asymptomatic, you know, we breeze through menopause, right? We breeze through menopause and can really thrive. Absolutely. I'm so glad that you showed that because sometimes you really have to visualize, right? What's going on in our bodies. And a lot of people, and you and I come across this all the time, unfortunately, a lot of women think, well, I, my hormones don't need any help because I'm not menopausal yet. And you know, you and I talk about this all the time. Your disruption starts in your 30s, like it did for me, like it did for you. 
that's why I was exhausted. That's why I lost hair. That's why, you know, I couldn't sleep and I was having mood swings and I was having weight gain no matter what I did. And once I was able to address that, and for me personally, I addressed it. I needed to get on some thyroid hormones, which I did, bioidentical. And uh, I got on some bioidentical progesterone at that time. And at you know, different points, I um, supplemented bioidentical testosterone because again, you and I know that you know, in women, just like in men, we need that hormone. Testosterone is a, is a fabulous hormone that is required for stamina and muscle mass and libido and memory and cognitive function. Uh, but in addition to that, really focusing on stress, lifestyle, sleep, diet, exercise, you know, doing your yoga and giving care to yourself and having time for yourself and, you know, really just having all of those and taking the right supplements, using the right products, eliminating toxicity from your surroundings. I'm so happy to see that a lot of people are getting in tune to that. You know, we're seeing a lot of much better products out there, right, that don't use the plastics and the carcinogens and the chemicals that you mentioned. Because when I do these tests on my patients, um, Anna, it's just, it blows me away because I test their heavy metals and I'm seeing lead and mercury and cadmium and gadolinium in these patients. And they've done everything and spent, you know, tens of thousands of dollars to try to feel better but they're not going to feel better because they are loaded with metals or they're loaded with mold or mycotoxins, or they don't have a balance in their organic acids and their nutritional balance. So I think there's so much that we can do without spending a single penny. And that is just lifestyle, right? Avoid all the inflammation and toxicity. It's, the, it's, it's huge. Surround yourself with people you love, right? We always will come back to that here at the Girlfriend yes. Doctor Show. Surround yourself with people that make you smile, that make you happy. And, and be that for others, right? Be that for others. So, Shell, we are running out of time, but I definitely want to talk about a couple other hair hacks. You know, like we definitely want to dial in hormones, and they're so essential, and we can see how they change as we grow older. But the red light therapy, near infrared therapy for the head. So, we've run across a few more of those hair hacks. Yeah, 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 sure. So, a couple of things that I think are really important when you get past, you know, doing all the things we talked about is. I, um, I, I'm a big fan of uh, low-level laser therapy for the hair because what it does is it's entirely safe, uh, been FDA approved, it's been tested and retested, and my patients do incredibly well uh, where you wear this hair helmet almost, right? So it's got low-level laser, which is stimulating your hair follicles. And what you know somebody needs to kind of visualize again is if you have a follicle, usually you'll get about three strands of hair coming out, right? So when you're losing hair, you'll first, all of them will thin, right? So they'll get thinner, and then one will go, two will go, three will go. So if you, you don't want to get behind the eight ball. So when you're starting to thin, that's when you really want to get on the, the wagon here. And when you get the low level laser, you're actually stimulating that follicle so that your hair follicles get thicker as well as you regenerate those three to four um, strands of hair. That's one. The other that I love is hair PRP. A lot of people ask me about this and they call our office all the time because what it is is it's natural because what is done is the doctor will draw your blood, 
and then they'll spin it down. So we'll separate out the platelet-rich plasma with the platelet-poor plasma. We take the platelet-rich plasma, which has at least 10 or more collagen-derived growth factors. So imagine these are your stem cell-like growth factors. And you take those and you inject them in the areas where you're thinning. So what we do is we'll kind of, you know, numb the patient if they want it. And then just simply, and it's a very quick procedure, boom, boom, boom. I've had it done myself before my, you know, cancer journey when I was losing hair. And why not, right? <laughs> why not get even better hair? And it's all natural. So I loved it. Um, and you just place that in. And usually you'll do about three treatments and then you do maintenance treatments. But it's such a great hack using your own collagen derived growth factors. So I love those too. And I think it's really important for people to know about those. Stay away from the combs, the laser combs. I think those are not necessarily very effective in my, in my opinion. So the low laser helmet and definitely agree with you on PRP. I've seen that just yes. you know, really shift and, and give amazing results. Haven't done it yet myself, but like, Hey, right. You don't need like you Look at your hair. You're gorgeous. We're willing, willing, willing and able, willing and able. So, um, and I love you talked about, you talked about many ingredients and I want our listeners to go back and listen to the, the key, you know, amino acids, the key vitamins, the key minerals that make a difference. And in this, and then just also the oils and the massage. And Dr. Shell has a great line of products. Plus, you have a program. Uh, Shell, will you share a little bit about your program? Sure, sure. So, you know, there's so much to learn about hair loss, but I always say um, you get empowered and you have to become your own advocate, and knowledge is power. So, I, in my program, we have about six hours of just training on. What are the causes? What could be your cause? What could have triggered your hair loss? We even have a quiz where we, you know, you take the quiz to try to figure out what could be leading to your specific hair loss because it's really not one size fits all, right? We need to figure out what happened to you and why did this happen? Is it your thyroid? Is it your sex hormones? Is it your nutrition? Is it your lifestyle? Is it toxins? And so we walk you, I walk you through that information and that knowledge and really describing the different types of hair loss, what could be causing it, what tests should be done, wherever you are, you know, wherever you are in the country or the world, you can take this into your own hands and get these tests done so that you can address these root causes. And then we talk about the different hacks, like we talked about, we talk about doing the right supplements and the supplements that I've worked tirelessly over the last 10 years, trying to formulate myself using the best ingredients um, and the right products. And then of course, you know, doing the right procedures if it's indicated. So all of that is sort of wrapped up into this really easy to listen webinar style, um, which, you know, you can listen to on your own time and then really be your own advocate and have beautiful, luscious hair and enjoy it. I love it. I love it. Absolutely. And I just want to, I want to thank you and, and thank all our, our viewers today and listeners for being here and being part of the Girlfriend Doctor podcast and just, you know, listening to our conversation and taking what your next step is. I love for each of you to share your next step and definitely let Dr. Shell and I know how it's going for you. Uh, so thank you so much for being here. And Great to during be here. Houston, not far, you know, 
She's in the center of the country, y'all. Please, you know, it is worth the trip out there to see her. And I'll be coming down to see you soon. I would love to have you. Absolutely. Got to come up. Yeah, looking forward to it. Looking forward to it. Thank you. Good to see you, Thanks Thanks for being here. Oh, there's always something I learn when I talk to Dr. Shell. She's just really amazing. So I know this is a episode that you're going to want to listen to again and then just take into heart what are the things that make a difference and we talked about so much thyroid disease hormone imbalance stress and cortisol gut health food sensitivities we talked about the micronutrients that can really help and the hormone disruptors that get in the way including plastics and heavy metals and you know things that compete with our thyroid gland like chlorine or bromine they compete with iodine which is essential for healthy thyroid function so we we look at these and we talked about autoimmune disease and breast cancer and she shared her story and I've shared my pictures of my hair loss before and it is something that's traumatizing right absolutely traumatizing and can really affect your life and and how you feel about yourself and it's especially when you're doing you're doing everything you can for for everyone it it is it is truly a talent well with this episode, as with all others, please like and review the podcast. Let me know what you want to hear more about. Email me at team at drannacombeca.com. Actually, just go to dranna.com forward slash show. And there's a question box in there where you can comment. You can ask your question or let me know what you want to hear more about. And I love also hearing your next right steps. There's just like committing to that one next right step you're going to take from hearing our conversation today. What resonated most with you? And let me know, put it in the comments in, you know, if you're on my YouTube channel, put it in the comments here in the chat box or visit me at dranna.com and let me let me know. Let me know what your next right step is, what your aha moment was. And I appreciate you. I love the reviews we've been getting and the testimonials we've been getting. That information here is changing lives and really creating empowerment, as well as I recently received a letter in from one listener. And she said, Dr. Anna, you're creating a real sisterhood here, really creating a desire for me to reach out, be authentic and vulnerable, and talk to my friends and share my story. So I hope that's true for you. Each of us is somewhere along our journey. <laughs> and no matter where you are, I want you to know that I'm here for you as your girlfriend doctor. Remember, there is no such thing as TMI. You can tell or ask me anything that you would tell your best girlfriend if she was a triple board certified OBGYN. I'm here to help you nourish your body, awaken your mind, body, spirit, right? Your potential, your passions, and shine in all ways, as well as embrace self-love, embrace those you love, because when it comes to it, community, those people we love in our lives are the most important people in our lives. So sending you lots of love today. Thank you for being here. And I look forward to seeing you next time.